You're listening to Totten's Tom. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Totten's Time podcast. I'm your host, Tanner Staggs. Joining me, as always, my co-host, Tyler Staggs. We're back for the second episode of this new season of the show. And the Julio rumors, are they're still going on. So if you had enough of the Julio talk last week, I'm sorry, but we are going to have to hit on that again. Tyler, how's it going? Going good. And like you said, we can't help it. We're going to have to hit on the Julio topic and rumors again because he still hasn't been traded. Well, the whole deal is just dragging out. And as expected, uh, at least for me anyways, it's it's just going to take a while. It will. But you know, before we really start diving into the show, guys, we got a couple things to ask of you. Make sure if you're listening on all the podcast platforms... You go and subscribe, rate us five stars, leave us some comments and some questions. We really appreciate all the feedback on there. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you're subscribed. We're trying to hit anywhere from 800 to 1,000 subscribers before the end of the year. So oddly specific. Well, hey, got to throw... Like I I can just imagine you coming up with that little estimate, just laying down in bed one night and you're like... I want to have 852 hey, subscribers look, all, before the end of the year. All I remember saying is, I said to you, what would you like our goal to be for this year? Does 800 to 1,000 sound good? Yeah, that sounds good to me. Yeah, sounds good. Oddly, so, oddly specific, but okay. Look, you, you didn't throw that out there. You're just trying to throw that out there now. Anyways, guys, make sure that little red subscribe button, turn it gray, turn on the post notifications. Right now, I think we're sitting at 349 subscribers we really appreciate we got a little work to do well we do but you know we've gained several subscribers since last week and we really appreciate all the new subscribers and the ogs so the ogs (laughs) also if you like the video content that we're putting out there go down hit thumbs up and actually like the video and share the video with your friends and family and if you're, if you're on the video, go subscribe on the podcast apps. If you're on the podcast apps, go subscribe on YouTube and kind of get some cross-pollination going on. You really thought hard about that. <laughs> I, I mean, I could see the smoke churning out from your headphones. Also, make sure that you're boosting our presence on social media. Make sure that you're going, following, liking, Boosting our presence. Yeah, the more followers that we get, oh. the more our presence is is boosted. The more that we're visible to the to the social media Spit community. It out. All right, so make sure that you're you know liking, following, all of that good stuff. The one that we're absolutely most active on is Twitter. That's Titans underscore Time. We're also on Facebook, Titans Time, and Instagram, Titans Time Podcast. Also, well, don't go check out the website yet. It's actually in development mode right now. <laughs> if you go look at it right now, all it's going to say is that it's currently under maintenance and it's not going to have anything on there. So you can go look at it. It's a nice little page, but it doesn't have any of our content on there right now. I'm working on it, so give me a little bit of time there. Let's get into the show. Let's not make the intro drag out as long as it did last time. We're, we're still a little bit under our 
15 minute intro that we well, had last time so we're both long-winded and like to really explain ourselves so that doesn't help do us any favors so now let's get into it and uh, what honestly what do we want to start with do we want to go Let, ahead let's and go just go ahead and hit on the julio news because you know let's face it if everyone made it through all of last week's episode and they were getting a little tired of it we go ahead and knock that out for them right quick and then we can get on to the rest of the show. But honestly, though, I mean, anyone coming to any type of Titans content right now, they know they're going to hear something about Julio Jones. Yeah, like probably. I mean, it's just a hot topic right now. So you, you got to be careful with the video here. I mean, you're starting to lean out of the screen a little bit. Well, I'm sorry you're that ma- you're making me feel like this is a solo deal. Hey, let's let's talk about Julio, okay? <laughs> um, uh, right quick. Don't know if you had seen it yet, but a tweet that went out not long before we started recording uh gonna end up butchering the name because i'm terrible with names josina anderson like i'm bad with names josina anderson don't watch somebody's gonna come and comment like uh, that name's definitely wrong (laughs) (laughs) anyway Josina Anderson said that a source tonight on the Julio Jones situation said everyone is giving the Falcons time to think about it. This from one team preferring to deal a high mid-rounder for the seven-time Pro Bowler with six straight 1,300-plus receiving seasons before uh, 2020 and for Atlanta to take on a good share of Jones's salary. So that's probably another reason why we haven't seen him be dealt anywhere yet is because Atlanta's trying to get rid of that salary. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the whole reason for this. Get rid of the salary. He's a little bit older. And, you know, now you're asking them, hey, take on a good portion of the salary. I can see why they might be uh, holding off on doing anything there. Okay, so to me, in my opinion – if I'm the Titans and I can restructure Tannehill's contract and I'm not looking really to make any other moves right now, I'm not necessarily worried about that because there's only $2 million guaranteed after this next season. Right. After this, this season. And after that, none of it's guaranteed. So I'm not so worried about this one year of $15 million. Well, and like you said, you know, Tannehill could be restructured on his contract and easily make room for this contract. But, you know, and this could just be, you know, maybe the Titans telling their players, hey, don't leak any info, anything like that. But after today's voluntary OTAs, they had Ryan Tannehill on for an interview and they asked him about restructuring to possibly bring other guys in. And he said that that was above his pay grade, and I'm not going to quote him exactly, but that was above his pay grade and something that J-Rob would have to decide on. So from the sounds of it, it doesn't sound like he has been approached yet about restructuring. Just what it sounds like to me. Yeah, I mean, here's my thing on that is... From what I've been seeing around on Twitter, uh, from people that honestly just know the ins and outs a little little bit more than me, um, I don't think that they really have to come to him and ask. 
I mean, if they want to restructure it, all they have to do is say, we're converting your next year's salary into a signing bonus. Here you go. Um, here's your money. And yeah, but you also, and it's done. It's a done deal. Like you want to keep your players happy. And Tannehill's gonna and Tannehill's gonna say, "Oh my, oh no! I have this big bucket of money. I'm so mad." <laughs> like, well, it, what what I'm saying is, you don't want to just. Now there are some probably GMs out there that just they're like, "No, we're gonna do this. We don't have to tell you about it." Like you were saying, but others that want to have a good relationship with their players and be honest with them, come to them and be like, "Hey, you fine with doing this?" You know, just having that communication with them. See, in my opinion here, if, if I'm J-Rob and I get to the point where I'm like, I'm off the phone with the Atlanta Falcons, I'm like, okay, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to give you this, this. And they're like, all right, all right, you know what? We'll take it. Hangs up the phone, picks up the phone. He says, hey, Ryan, we're, uh, we're getting Julio, so we're going to have you another weapon for this season. Uh, only thing is we're going to need to pay you all your money now instead of spreading that out so I can be all right with you. Yeah, that's cool. Okay, come pick up your money. Like, <laughs> it to me, it's just it's like he's not going to know, in my opinion, until it's about to happen. You could be right. Well, I mean, we'll see. I guess in the coming days, because I'm gonna be honest, I'm ready for Julio Watch to be over. I think this be... could drag out until the end of June. In Man. my just in my honest opinion, I really do think that this whole. I mean, what are the Falcons really? Why Why do they got to dump him right now, you know? I mean, they don't have to. But if I was a team, I'd want to go ahead and get the deal done. That way you can get him to whatever city that team is in and, you know, maybe get him in the facility, start getting him familiar with the other guys, at least letting them have conversations with each other. You know, not to say that he would – come to the voluntary OTAs, but he might. Because a lot of people are not. A lot of people I mean, are just like, hey. there's There are several people that are not. Um, we'll get to that here in a minute. But, you know, you never know. He might say, hey, going to a new team, The say the starting quarterback is there, you know, it would be a good chance for him to get even more reps with the starting quarterback and start getting that timing down. So, anyways, um, I mean, do we really do we have much more on Julio? Uh, I mean, I know that apparently the Ravens and Rams are out. Yeah, I saw that they're they're done. Yep. So to me, what that's telling me is they just wanted to kind of swoop in and see if they could get him real cheap. Probably. And they started talking a little bit with the Falcons, and they were like, "Okay, this is not going to happen. We're out." I mean, I, I don't know, but to me. Ravens, Rams, they were just like, yeah, I mean, we don't really like need him per se, but if we could throw him, you know, a third round pick and maybe get him, you know, let's go for it. But I mean, Lamar needs a <coughs> true number one. Still got it. Still got the the whole oh. deal going on. I mean, <clears throat> the whole the whole. I don't even know what it was because allergies. No, 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 no. I don't. I don't think it was. I think there's there's like a upper respiratory some kind of deal going on or or my allergies just got so bad that it turned into that i don't know it's been it's been rough could just be a a rough couple of weeks 
Ah, uh, you're you're good. I mean, I, uh, I'm gonna he, make it. Like I'm here. He, he's good. Everybody. I'm here. He's I'm alive. Good. Don't worry about me. I'm I'm all good. <clears throat> but it's been rough, <laughs> especially when I'm trying to talk into the mic. Um, but anyways, I don't think that the Ravens or Rams were ever like true contenders at any point. Just my honest opinion. Mm, I, I think mean, it's I think it's been between the Titans, the Patriots, and I guess the Seahawks name has been starting to I get mean, thrown around a little bit now. It, if you're a betting man, the Ravens were like in the top five teams, supposedly. Yeah, so, but I mean, does that mean they're a true contender? I mean, it's top five. Yeah, but... Out of probably 31 other teams. You think 31 other teams put in an offer for Julio? Not saying that all 31 teams actually put in an offer, but... Well, to me, if who, you don't even put in an offer, you're not in the... You're not even in it. You're not in yeah, the whole deal. You don't know... They could be talking behind the scenes about it. I mean, you hear that Julio Jones is on the trading block, even though he's 32. You can add him to your receiving core. You're going to have talk To me, there's it. one team already that's out. Kansas City Chiefs, they're out. They don't want him. Oh, no. No, no, no. The Chiefs can never have too many weapons. They need more. I, more. I, think, that, I think if the Chiefs see a 32-year-old wide receiver that's not a track star, they're out. Yeah, but they also see a big-bodied receiver when you have the speedy guy in Tyreek Hill and Miko Hardman you have Travis Kelsey who's a matchup nightmare <laughs> See, I'm telling you it's, and, it's it's rough out here it's absolutely rough and, out here and then you possibly add Julio Jones to the mix to take Sammy Watkins place I mean he's gonna be seeing single coverage yeah but they like, already have Travis Kelsey like they don't need another like big guy target I mean here's the the Chiefs and the Bucks and Anyone else, they'd be like, "Hey, we can make this run to the Super the Bucks." Bowl. That's another team that's not gonna, yeah, not no, gonna you, you inquire don't know that because they could be like, "You mean we can make our run to the Super Bowl even easier?" Okay. Uh, see, I just, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. I'm out <laughs> on all that. I don't. Anyway, uh, let's. I think uh, out of the whole deal, there's three teams the whole time that have ever actually had a real shot: Patriots, Titans, Seahawks. And- Seahawks. All right. All right, guys. Hopefully, if you are tired of the Julio news, you've made it all the way through all of that. And now we're going to jump to talking about the uh, voluntary OTAs that's going on. You mentioned extremely voluntary. You mentioned earlier about, you know, a lot of the vets not being there. Some of the names Roger Saffold, Derek Henry, AJ Brown, Taylor Lewan, Jack Rabbit. Jenkins, Brett Kern, uh, Nate Davis. You know, that's just to name some of the more top guys. Uh, from what there. I've heard, Danico Autry. I believe Autry was And there so, either. to me, there's but, two names automatically that stand out. But here's another thing is Taylor Lewan supposedly was actually there, but he was just inside the facility, so probably getting treatment on – his knee, everything else. If I had to guess... Um, his knee, everything else? What is everything else? What else is he getting treatment on? Well, I'm just saying like the ACL, the knee, making sure everything's good. <laughs> Every, everything else, you know. <laughs> well, just making sure overall that he's healthy and ready to go besides just the knee. I, I was just checking. I mean, I don't... Um, according to Paul Kaharski, he also assumed that the same could be said for A.J. Brown and Caleb Farley, you know, because... A.J. Brown had the procedures on his knees, so he's probably there getting treatment as well. 
Farley. We know with his back, everything else. Everything rehab. else. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying, like, well, what, like, do they have like underlying health conditions or something? Like, we don't know. I mean, are you a team doctor? Everything else, you know. I'm just covering all my bases here. Give me a break. I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying. Just they're getting treatment. They and everything else. Yeah. See, they, they're probably in the facility working out too. So I, I'm just don't. I'm just calling you um, out on your your little tick here. <laughs> so, see, now you done got me messed up here, all discombobulated. Big word for you. Just continue on. Just get, you're just making it worse. Just keep on. So there's a good chance that they were there just in the facility and not actually out on the practice field, which A.J. Brown not being out there, it lets Ryan Tannehill get into these OTAs with his new targets, the rookies, Josh Reynolds, and start developing that timing with them that I mentioned earlier. And you know, getting their routes down, seeing how they come out of breaks, finding out where they like the ball to be delivered to, and just seeing their catch radius and getting extra reps, getting extra reps with them. Yeah. I mean, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's all you can add. Like, what what else do you want me to say to that? Like, I I, I, I agree. Seen some videos of Josh Reynolds, you know, his footwork, Break in. Yeah, he looked out. good. He, he looked good. Him and Des Fitzpatrick both looked really yeah, good. I was impressed with, with Josh Reynolds work. specifically, though, so, because I, I've got some pretty high hopes for him. Because for as this of next right now, season. he's our number two. Well, yeah, and I've got some high hopes for him uh, for this next season. And I was just glad to see how. I mean, he looked really good. He, he was running crisp routes. His footwork looked good. Um, you know, I mean, he was just killing it he was and something that you and i talked about not on the podcast is how you know even before all of julio talk started up we thought that we would be okay with josh reynolds because you know people kept saying talking about us losing Corey davis everything else and how josh reynolds can't be that replacement but i mean he honestly he could it's not like you're bringing another top name in, but he has the production that was similar to Corey Davis. And give he was also like the number, what, three or four guy for the Rams? Yeah. So now you're bumping him up to number two. Teams are going to be shading over to A.J. Brown, which means he's going to have a lot of one-on-one coverage. Yeah, and I mean, I don't necessarily know. I mean, if the Titans don't get Julio, I don't necessarily know that that's just it said and done that this wide receiver core is not getting another addition. I mean, there could. There's still some uh, other veteran receivers out there. I think Golden Tate. One of Tate. my favorites is Golden Tate. Uh, that I mean, listen, Josh Reynolds is typically – now, listen, he has had some slot reps, but he's typically an outside guy. Right. Um then obviously AJ Brown is going to be an outside guy. Well, um, now he can move in. He, he's uh, capable of it, according to uh, Todd Downing in his interview. I believe that because he knows that teams are going to be focusing on AJ, they they may try and move him around a little bit to get him a better matchup. 
Well, and that's something that's typical for a lot of <coughs> number one guys. I mean, you know, you're going to do what you can to get them in a position where they can get the ball, even if teams are really trying to put a focused effort on covering them. But, you know, he's not always going to be there. And so that's where, in my opinion, Golden Tate comes in. He has a lot of experience in the slot. He's really good at it. I mean, he plays really well in that position. And he just adds a guy that brings a veteran presence that still has some speed to him, honestly. Quick, crisp routes. You've been out timing him. Yeah, I mean, we talk every day, so <laughs> shut up. Uh, so I'm just wondering why you didn't tell me about this, uh, you know, contact that you had. Well, listen, so. so you can obviously tell just by looking at him from past seasons. He's still got it. He's still got a little bit of speed to him. And I honestly just think he would be a great pickup for the, the Titans to add, even if they don't get Julio, or no, if they don't get Julio, he would be a great pickup for him to add <laughs> there to add to that receiving room and I mean if you look at it AJ Brown and Josh Reynolds on the outside Josh Reynolds is kind of teetering in that two and three right there and then you add Golden Tate who could also you could say the same about him this late in his career at one point he probably would have been would have been a number two but take two of those guys that are kind of in between and You've got a pretty good little receiving court. Add the rookie at as your number four guy. Which rookie? Fitzpatrick. I mean, obviously. I mean, just just double checking. I'm just saying you're being a smartass over there. Like, <laughs> the one that we took in the fourth round. I'm just saying. Yeah, and you know you keep talking about just to touch on AJ Brown more. Also, in Ryan Tannehill's interview today, he mentioned how. You know, AJ Brown isn't going to sneak up on defenses anymore. No, like, no, no, they, no. They know. Yeah, who he's he is. he's definitely known now. I mean, yeah. he's not going to come in, and other defenses are not going to be like, okay, we've got Corey Davis, we got to look out for, and we've got this, you know, rookie, whatever, rookie second year dude. Yeah. Like, he's he. I mean, yeah, he's making some plays, but like, we've also got to watch out for Corey Davis over here because you know. I mean, we know he's pretty capable, but so is he. Like, well, that's not going to happen. It's team, They're coming are, in, and they're like, this is their number one guy, right. their top dog, A.J. Brown, one of the best receivers in the NFL. We got to watch this dude. Right, yeah, they're not going to come out and say, okay, we can put our number two or number three corner. He's getting the be best week in, week out. And we've seen that he's went up against some of the top corners and just – you know, even going back to the playoff loss to the Ravens, I believe it was Humphreys that was on him, Marlon Humphreys. I think so, yeah. Uh, and, you know, he was just being a bully to him. I mean, that touchdown catch that he had in the corner of the end zone just went up, grabbed it, and was like, dude, get get off me. You, ain't, <laughs> you know, you ain't nothing. So, you know, just he's not going to sneak up on these guys. We still have – you know, Anthony Ferkser, you know, although he's a tight end. Who probably will sneak up on a lot of defenses. <laughs> like just and that's just because he's not very fast. No defensive coordinator is looking down at their at their pregame notes and is like Anthony Ferkser. That's a guy. <laughs> that's their playmaker that's, right there. Okay, guys. Here's what we gotta do. We gotta make sure when we step out there on that field 
if this man, picture of Anthony Ferkser on the board in the locker room, if this man walks onto the field, someone is on him until he steps off. We have to stop them from the inside out. You worry about Ferkser first, A.J. Brown last. <laughs> this is the man that will beat us if we don't, <laughs> if we don't stick with him. Double team at all times. But, you know, the funny thing is, he very well could be the man that will beat them if they don't pay attention. Yeah, if they to don't. Him. Yeah, because I mean, I mean, he really will sneak up on some defenses this season. I mean, <laughs> especially with like Janu not on the team anymore, and these other guys, they haven't necessarily made a name for themselves it, yet. It could be easy to forget about the tight ends that the Titans have. Yeah, because I mean, we know these guys, and we're talking about them when, and we're like. Anthony Ferkser, you know, and we're like, yeah, he's made some plays in the past, but other teams, like, especially like other teams' fan bases, but even some coaches are probably going to be like, okay, yeah, it's like their third string tied in from last year. <laughs> but, you know, going away from, you know, the defensive side of the ball. Uh, we were just talking about Anthony Ferkser, like, what? Yeah. What like what are you talking we're, about? <laughs> we're recording a little bit later at night than I'm used to, so yeah. Go, and I feel I'm, like that's kind of I feel like that's kind of been. I mean, we can just feel the the drowsiness, I guess. Uh, maybe the, I mean don't don't have our energy drinks here yeah. to uh, get us going. But I meant to say going to the defensive side of the ball, we have you know Jayon Brown showed up to the OTAs. Kevin Byard was there. Byard talked about how this year, you know, there's a lot of things that they have to improve on from last year. Well, More, to, to me, in my opinion, Kevin Byard better be there because he, he's there. He's there being a leader for the defense. Jayon Brown even said in his press conference today that he wants to be a better leader for the defense as well. And Byard talked about how he specifically mentioned the you know, third and short downs and saying that he thinks this year one major change that is going to be made, and again, not quoting exactly, is they're going to come up and press these guys and put hands on them, make it difficult for them to get off the line. You know, you can't make it easy for them. So being more physical. You don't say. <coughs> yeah. I really? Do you crazy, think that's a good idea? Crazy to think of, but. It just might work. It just might work. Actually, impose yourself on the offensive player. Let them know that you're there. Be physical, you know. Actually lay hands on them and try to keep them from getting the ball. What well, we actually have more it than It sounds just, crazy, but it just might work. We have more than just one cornerback this year that is willing to do that. And thank God we don't have Jonathan Joseph why? Playing in the secondary. We, I thought we had agreed that we would never <laughs> mention that name just, again on the podcast or in the YouTube videos. But yet, there it you seem, go. It kind of seems like somehow he always sneaks his way into a podcast or video in some way. I, I mean, look, if you have a secret love for the guy, it's okay. But just keep it to yourself. I just, I'm sorry. I just I <laughs> cannot contain myself. He played so great last season that I can't let go of the fact that I, I 
I just wish he was still with the team. I mean, he did have that one pick six early in the year that got called back because Clowney was on sides. Clowney, another guy that, you know, it's just (laughs) disappointing, man. Like, Vic Beasley, Javion Clowney, Jonathan Joseph. These are all guys that last season at this time – well, not necessarily this time, but at some point during the offseason, we were like, man, we cannot wait to see these guys out there on the field – making a difference. And now it's it's just like what with what we know now, we're like, man, were we stupid. <laughs> like Well, I think that just everything that was done to the defense this year or for this year to correct what happened last year has us just so much more excited. Yeah. Because we but, have guys willing to come in here and work and be physical. But going back and looking uh, looking back on the way that we thought of those guys last offseason, like it just goes to show, no matter what we say right now during these offseason podcast videos, we could come out and I'm just trying to think of a guy, for example, Josh Reynolds, dude could be the biggest bum that has ever put on a Titans jersey. Now, don't get me wrong, I don't think that's the way it's going to be. No. Well, not I'm coming saying, out and taking shots at the guy or anything. Like I think he's going to be a good number two this I, year. I'm just going to say that a guy would have to be very, 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 very bad in order to take that title away from another name that will not be mentioned <laughs> on this podcast. <clears throat> Jonathan Joseph. No. Oh, Isaiah Wilson. <laughs> there uh, you go. See, there. I didn't even think we were even going to go there. Like, well, we we were talking about big bust. I didn't think we were even even gonna like w- go into that territory. Like that's that really is too far. Well, all right. Swinging things back to this year's OTAs, what's going on? I know one thing that just has you so completely concerned is the fact that Derrick Henry is not at these voluntary OTAs. I mean, (laughs) here's the thing. Like, you know that he's probably doing the right things. Like, doesn't have to be there. Well, that's... Do I wish that he was there? Like, yeah, I do. Because... See, I'm going to stop you right there because obviously I was being very sarcastic with that worry. I know, but like, I'm turning it back around on you. Like, yeah, I actually do kind of wish that he was there. you You let that guy stay out in Texas right now and keep doing the workouts that he's doing... I mean, he done this last year, put up over 2,000 yards. Okay, so see, that's where, I, that's where I was completely out of the loop in this situation because I wasn't aware that he did this same deal last year. Well, here's the thing. Last year was so different. Right, right. So. You know, sometimes I forget. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I, I could understand that, but at the same time, it had such an impact on everything going on that – yeah, it's I don't know. I guess I'm just like it feels like so long ago. Yeah, maybe and, that's why. And also like I feel like it was all just like a blur just going through the whole deal like P- pretty much. Yeah, so like I'm just kind of like I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't know that it's completely I don't know. I just feel like it's kind of tucked away out of my mind in a way. So, but that's what I'm saying. He was in Texas doing his thing with the workouts. It's voluntary OTAs. As long as he shows up for everything that's required, 
which I, he obviously which he will. will. Yeah, I'm not worried about it. You know, let him stay out there doing his thing. He's going to go for you know over 2,500 yards this year. Break the record. Uh, there, you, see, you're doing the same thing that you did last <laughs> week, where you're like, yeah. We're going to have a quarterback with like 60 touchdowns and a running back with like, you know, like 4,000 yards. Number one offense in the league, baby. You're like, uh, you're the dude. You're the, you're the dude. I was going to say you're like <laughs> the dude, but you're the dude, the, the sports guy that's like always so unrealistic about his team. It's like, uh, I don't know, the, the Cincinnati Bengals fan. It's like, yeah, man, we're winning the Super Bowl this year. I mean, if you don't throw it out there, what happened? You you can't take the credit when it happens. Well, it's almost like me being right on my bold prediction last season. Which, did we ever actually, you know what, we'll save that for another time. But just <laughs> know, everyone, that that is going to be continuing on this next year. We've got to keep the bold prediction tally oh, for sure. going again. Um, so We're too competitive to let that die down. Yeah, yeah, we we definitely can't, uh, can't quit doing that because I – destroyed you last season and, oh and I got to do it again. Anyways, uh, let's continue on. Um, what I was saying about Kevin Byard earlier, and we're kind of just jumping around here, but what I was saying about Kevin Byard earlier is he's got to step it up this next season. Well, with everything going on with the defense last year, it's basically, to me, it seemed like he was out of place. He was having to do so many other things that it took him away from what he actually needed to be doing. Yeah, I agree. You I know, mean, the, they kept talking about communication last year. You had our corners playing 11, 12 yards off receivers. You know, he wasn't able to stay back as a free safety and really do what he's able to do which is keep eyes on the quarterback, track the ball, and go get it. Yeah, I agree. And I think that it's going to be a lot better this next season, hopefully. Because if not, you got to start looking at this guy's contract and thinking some work needs to be done here. I, I think he's going to have a bounce back here. I hope so. I, I really do hope so. And that's not just me being that guy. You know that <clears throat> I'm just saying you have a tendency – to be that guy i was just throwing some stuff out there you know just saying hey he's doing his thing let him do his thing yeah yeah he, he's gonna come yeah ready. i got you yeah yeah <laughs> i'm just saying like i'm gonna start calling you out on it every time that you do it so that you'll know when you're doing it hey you're being that guy i mean you think i don't know what i'm saying i'm just i'm just saying if you mm. hear me saying hey you're being that guy you'll you'll know what i mean <laughs> All right, so, I mean, I don't really have anything else, but I, I, I don't know what all you've got that you plan on talking about. So, um, you don't have anything else to add about Todd Downing, the offense? Yeah, what? well, yeah, I mean, Todd Downing, uh, he seems to not really be all that distraught about the whole Julio deal. I mean, he basically, uh, he, he gave a coach's kind answer. of. Yeah, he gave a coach's answer for sure. There, there you go. <laughs> See, look, I'm not going to let you spin this. However, you want to spin it there, then like, <laughs> oh, he doesn't seem to be too worried about what's going. Like, no, he gave a cookie cutter coach answer. Yeah, I of, mean, 
he was I'm, like, I'm happy with the water. Yeah, we've break. got some weapons. You know, I'm excited to see what we can. And this is like, ex- I haven't actually yeah, watched we, the video, but this is like. We have some weapons on offense. Ryan Tannehill, A.J. Brown, Derek Henry. My mic got up on, all up in my face there. <laughs> Maybe you got all up in your mic. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, this is kind of how I imagine him like going through. Uh, you know, I mean, we got some weapons. Uh, um, uh, Julio. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So, I just I don't think that we're going to be able to move on to anything else really until this all settles down and something whether we're we we've have him or not something's got to happen because we need, we're kind of just in this uh what's what's it called we're in this kind of uh endless loop yeah kind of but it's like uh yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, didn't really think that one through completely. Did yeah, you? I mean, we're just kind of we're in this little situation where we're just like waiting, and I feel like, you know, in limbo. Yeah, we're in limbo. There you go. Yeah, and I, I can't <laughs> think about anything else until it it the problem gets resolved. Well, I mean, like you were saying, it's because it's the big it, it's the biggest thing going on right now. If we get Julio, everyone is going to be ecstatic. Yeah, and if we don't everyone's going to be disappointed. So, you know, we're waiting for this one big nugget of news <laughs> and, you know, nothing's happening with it right now. So every little bit of tiny info that we see, it's like, okay, yeah, it, it, here we go. Here we it, go. It, it's happening next couple of days, but it, in all we, reality, it's going to be the end of June. We'll see. I yeah. Think, well, I mean, I think when the ne- Within the next week. You're being that guy. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm being that guy then. So, yeah, pretty much. Down, I mean, Downing gave a coach's answer, and so I don't really have anything else on it from there. <laughs> well, I mean, that's all I have. That's all you have. Let's let them know, once again, the things that we need them to do. Uh, if you're still with us at this point, make sure that you're following us on social media helping us out in that regard. Um, on Twitter, it's Titans underscore time. On Facebook, Titans time. Instagram, Titans time podcast. Don't forget, I'm going to continue to remind, uh, keep an eye out and just kind of keep it in the back of your mind that there will be an announcement at some point with the website coming out. Just be patient with it. Half of these people probably haven't even been to our website. To- <laughs> He's... He's putting in some work on the website, yeah, and I mean, it's fixing to be a lot better. If you have ever visited our website, I mean, it's just going to be a lot better than it used to be. Yeah, it's so, and it's going to be a lot different too. Um, emphasizing some different things, so just taking it taking it in a different direction. So, take it away, <laughs> guys. Like we've already said. Go and subscribe to us, whether it's on you know the podcast platforms, YouTube. Just make sure you're subscribed, leaving us some ratings, some comments, questions. We really love all the interaction, and we do check we in love. on. <laughs> we love it. Well, we do check on all that stuff and see all the comments. You know, we may not always reply back, uh, but we definitely check them out, and we appreciate it. And when we don't reply back, it's because we just didn't like what you said. Well, not necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't tell them that. Uh, you know, we 
you may have just made a good point that we agree with and we, you know, like the message. Why so serious? <laughs> uh, this has been Titan's Time and as always, tighten up. <laughs> <laughs>